Welcome everyone to a new episode of the Definitive Crusade. I'm your host as always, joining the machine Hughes. And joining me uh, for this round of DC Comic Fun, we have Matthew. Matthew, how's it going? It's going well. How about you, boss? Uh, <laughs> I'm all right. Thanks, man. And we have a returning favourite. Ice beware, the critic with the cynical look of art. It's Freya. <laughs> Freya, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Hi, everyone. I'm looking a little hey. different, so <laughs> I actually hey, have a face. <laughs> Woo. Excellent. Um, so, Freya, how have you been doing? You've been off the pod for a while. You all um, taking a sabbatical from your studies? Yeah, you're back to back to yeah. the love of comics. Yeah, I, I'm back for a bit. Um, school's been kicking my ass because ah, school sucks. <laughs> Not really. Oh, I like school. But, <laughs> so, yeah. so um, yeah. No, it's just I'm happy to be on break right now. <laughs> School's a lot. School's yeah. a like, so yeah. Spring break. Some people go to Mexico. Some people talk about comics. What's that say about <laughs> us? I have no idea. All right. Yeah, the observant of us will realize that Josh isn't here, so that means I can put away this. Hey, this. Thank God for that. <laughs> and then uh, for the picture, for the pics that some of you people have picked. I'm going to need some of this. So, you know, you know. You know. Well, luckily, Look, I didn't, you still give me drinks. So. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't choose a Robin or a Jason Todd one this time, so you should be good without it. Well, you, you say things like that, but really. But really. But really. But really. <laughs> but really um, all right. No matter so, what I pick, it grinds your gears, and it just. No, do whatever you pick. I mean, generally. Just most speaking, of it. No, no, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm just, you know, it's just kind of, it's kind of as it is. Right. So we're going to start off with um, uh, a Black Label book. We're going to look at um, Batman Reptilian. Let me get some uh, deets for you all so you can have a look at this. There you go. Ta-da. All right. So here we go. It's written by Garth Ennis, Art and Colors by Liam Sharp, Letters by Rob Stein. Uh, Freya, ladies first. I think this was your choice, was it not? Yes, it was. Um, so I was actually really enjoying this book. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I, well, you know, enjoying as much as I can. So, <laughs> um, art style-wise, um, it's I kind of like how macabre it is. Um, everything mm-hmm. looks it's like been splashed with rainwater and it's just bleeding all over the uh, the pages and panels. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like that. Um, I will say though, <laughs> uh, um, the outfits, uh, I was enjoying it. I was enjoying the hair. I was trying the colors. Um, you know, that's usually what's good. In, like every uh-huh. book, hard to screw colors up, but like, I like the outline. I kind of like how Bruce is a, douchebag a little bit it's it's nice uh-huh. to see him not be goody goody superman um but i uh you get to the point where you meet joker and <laughs> that's when my enjoyment yeah. of the art kind of like it kind of went weird um i don't remember what page it is it's uh i looked through this I you know when when all of the it has like a panel with all of the villains all right. Oh, there you go. Yeah, right here, right in there. That picture, that Joker. It's not so much Joker's design as it is just the jacket. All of a sudden, it looks like something that came out of MS Paint, and <laughs> it's not good. It's because <laughs> you look at like look look at Ivy and everyone else behind them, and then you look at Joker and you're like, what? the mm-hmm. hell happens with the art right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like his face is fine, but then his clothes it just looks completely it it looks like that uh that picture of was it Jesus where she ruined the art because she didn't know what she was doing and now it just looks awful. I can't remember the art piece. But it kind of looks like that like someone didn't know what they were doing it just ruined it. Mm. So yeah, sorry to the artist, but that no um I, I don't know if you just, I don't know what's wrong with him. Like, what happened? Because the jacket just is freaking atrocious. Um, 
But yeah, My, other me, that, for but, me, it's like the, the atrocious <laughs> butt chin. It's, oh, yeah. That, <laughs> maybe John Travolta's the Joker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm used to Joker having that really chin, so I, I kind of gave it a pass. Uh, but yeah, it's chin is very distracting, too, now that you look at it more. But then again, Penguin's nose is also very uh, yeah, interesting concept. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, overall, um, I, I don't know. I like dark things, so mm-hmm. <laughs> which is why Batman's my favorite. So I think I like it. I like the mob style um, of the art. The story, I'm, I'm giving – why does Penguin look like a rat in that panel? Anyway, um, <laughs> so – it looks like it's a rat. the nose. Uh, it's the nose, man. Rat man. Uh, rat man. <laughs> My hair kind of looks like whiskers. Anyway, so yeah, I'm looking forward to the next um, issue. But I give books a couple issues before I really say that they're the story is not that good or not. Usually, um, unless it's completely. But this just seems like a nice setup. So, okay. all right. Okay, so do you think the book's trying to be a little bit uh, Arkham Asylum in the art style? You know, the Arkham Asylum uh, serious house on a serious earth book by Dave McKean? Um, I'm not so sure. Possibly. I mean, it does kind of... Yeah, I can see the vibe, though. But yeah. okay. I don't know. Possibly. Cool shout. All right, Matthew, the Black Label books, have you been reading these? Because... Um, so you, we've had a whole host of them. The first one was Damned, and then we had the Harley book, which was by Stephen Siege, which was fantastic. Then we've had like a couple of others uh, thrown into the mix. Um, is Black Label your your vibe, or are you more of a straight up superhero kind of guy? Depends on the story. <laughs> Good Depends answer. Depends on the story. Good answer. Uh, I was I wasn't a big fan of this. Uh huh. Just I wasn't. Uh, it looked like they tried to do like a Tim Burton esque art style. Okay. And it just, there were so many things that just threw me off. Penguin's nose, the Joker's face. I did like the clay, the clay face, you know, artwork. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, and, but it, the, the issue is called a uh, uh, Batman reptilian. And so far I, I, I I haven't seen what may allude to that, unless it's like his personality. You think he's snaky? I don't know, but so far I don't know. I don't see why they called it reptilian. Is there going to be like a killer croc issue? Like, is he going to be somehow the main villain behind all this or something? I don't. Or is it reflect? Or is it Batman reflecting on his personality and him changing to be more of a cold blooded kind of vigilante? So wow. I don't. That's deep. <laughs> and so I d- I don't know exactly what route they're going with this. Um, right. I wasn't a big fan of it, but teach their own. A lot, kind of like what Freya said. Uh, the next issue that comes out may change my mind. Mm-hmm. Well, um, just a thing at the very very last page, um, when it says next issue painted, you know. Um, Take 31 or something has all the picture of all the other villains um mm-hmm. and batman has the reptile eyes the only villain who doesn't have x's on their face is uh killer croc so i don't know oh, if that's go. just a little mm. you know or not but or a hint spoiler but so i i think it has to do with killer croc but yeah i'm kind of on the yeah, yeah i'm kind of thinking it's a it's a killer croc thing down the line surely god uh-huh. um all right, okay, so um, for me, um, I like Garth Ennis's work back when he was on Detective Comics for a while. Uh, this isn't the first time he's worked on um, on Bats, so I, I kind of like how he can bring like a dark, sort of like macabre style, uh, horror-tinged story to, to life. Um, I'm not a big fan of Liam Sharp's art here. Liam Sharp, you may remember, was on the Batman Wonder Woman Brave and Bold miniseries a couple of years back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was also on the actual Wonder Woman book um, from the New 52, uh, alternating issues with Nicholas Scott. So he's used to he's used to kind of 
I suppose, the stereotypical superhero style. Um, I, for my sins, I, I, I'm a fan of that style. Sometimes people go a little bit too stylized. It just doesn't quite work. So, for example, this panel here, you can tell Freya's feeling rusty because she didn't pull up on this one. Uh, yeah. so maybe she'll get a swing back for the Wonder Woman book. I don't know. Oh, um, you just wait. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no way um, that Batman's legs are that long when his body is that short. Right. You, know? you can see where his arm stops. Arms stop just below your waist when you stood mm-hmm. up. All right. So the dude's got Naomi Campbell's legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I'm you're saying. if you're going with height, you got to go to the the panel where he's holding the guy um, off of the building. Yeah, he's like, he he looks like he's like ten feet ten feet tall compared to the guy. Like everyone's super oh, short yeah. compared to Batman in this. Mm-hmm. Like Look, all children, stilts are, stilts are in. You know, they're, yeah, they're I mean, have you seen but, some cosplayers? They can do amazing things with skill. With yeah. stilts, you know, like one of one of my good <laughs> friends, he performs on stilts as part of what he does. For a living, you know, what what you do for a living, Liam Sharp's mo- Batman model? Maybe <laughs> I'll shoot him that idea. I'd be like, "Hey, you should do this for now." Um, Liam Sharp, he's a great artist, a great talent. I love. I suppose one of the things I like about DC over Marvel at the minute is they are trying so many different art styles. Uh, we're going to see that, I think, predominantly in the Wonder Woman book as well. When we start talking about that, um, yeah, trying different things. It's not just run of the mill house style which you sometimes get with with the books from migraine um so you know when you run the risk of doing different art styles there are going people who don't like it and there's going people who love it um for me for the price point of the book i wanted something more than just stuff that's alluded to i actually want something to happen um i don't know I don't know, has the Black Label has the Black Label lost its uh, mystique a little bit now? I don't know. Frey, you're the Black Label fan. What do you think? Is it <laughs> is it kind of um, the first one's kind of really been great and then the next ones have kind of I mean a, I, plateau? Yeah, I, I am a fan of the uh, Batman Dam series. Um and I even have the issue that still has Bat Dick in it. So <laughs> but um it's it's kind of feeling a little more PG-13 teenager trying mm. to be edgy um, with like, oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to have sex scenes or, you know, something. Well, it, they kind of toned it down because pe- the bat dick situation, they're like, oh, no, yeah, we can't yeah. show Batman's, you know, dick, but we'll we'll, full, we'll show tits and, you know, stuff like that, um, which honestly... I always have an issue with because if you if you want to see tits and stuff, that's fine. But you need to have the guy showing stuff too. I'm sorry. I've just I'm I've old. just had this I've just had this exact conversation with my wife. We're watching um, where we are now. It's the Euros, uh, a soccer mm-hmm. tournament for European foot soccer or football, mm-hmm. depending on your point of view. And uh, my wife, looking at the crowd, was like, "Why is it blokes always take the shirts off when there's a bit of sun?" I'm sick of looking at bare-chested blokes. And I'm like, well, the question is, why aren't the women taking their tops off? Hey. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, let's that's be honest. Why don't the men just take their pants off? You know, get, no. get a little sun everywhere. <laughs> if we're going to be completely honest, tits without bras, are you, a lot of them are sad looking. Like, I went to New Orleans, and I got to see some tits, and they were the most sad looking tits I've ever seen. Because <laughs> they sag, you know, saggy, sad tits. So, well, um. I love how on our DC comic book review we end up talking this tangent about titties. Um, I was going to say, that has got to be the best villain name for a black label book. (laughs) Saggy Sad Tits. Saggy Sad (laughs) (laughs) Tits. But yeah, like, you got to remember also when uh, people, if people are taking their shirts off, like, you're going to get some sun damage too. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm all for it. Bad name, bad name. <laughs> I tits and in the wires. I'm, I'm happy to bring you guys shirts and like look God, things like just... this every time. But Bat- yeah. Batman starts hunting down the new villain. I've got you now, <laughs> sexy sad tits. You won't get away from me. <laughs> Wouldn't be the <sighs> villain, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the personal. 
where have where have <laughs> oh we devolved to? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. So so Batman Reptilian kind of got a pass from Frey to see what's happening next issue. I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a one and done kind of guy on that one. I'm kind of happy to let that one fade away into uh, the sewers or obscurity or wherever the reptilian is going to be. I think Matthew's joining me on that crusade. Um, right, next up is Matthew's choice. That's mine. Yes, I let went. Me just, with... Let me just get my beer. <laughs> okay, uh, I went with a uh, woman, woman, black and gold. Uh, hand fire. Don't be spoiling it. Let okay. Me get the... <laughs> okay. Let me let me get the the book up for you for everyone. Look, I'm just excited to move on with the conversation. Come on. <laughs> oh no, look, look. I'm I'm just like a little schoolboy. I get really Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a conversation for a different podcast, I think. <laughs> All right, so there we go. We have uh Wonder Woman Black and Gold. Now, creator wise, um, there's a fair few on this. So you've got um You've got mother and mother's daughter, written by AJ Mendez, art by Min Doyle, lettered by Becca Carey. What doesn't kill you, written by Nadia Shamas or Shamas, Shamas, uh, art by Morgan Beam, and lettered by Ariana Meyer, who I'm beginning to think is one of my favourite letterers kicking around. I'm ageless, written by John Akudi, art by Ryan Suck, uh, letters by uh, Michael Heisler. Ironic, considering the opening act of that storyline. Golden Age, written and illustrated by Amy Reader, lettered by Gabriella Downing. And finally, The Wager, written and illustrated by Becky Cloonan, and lettered by Pat Brazor. Wow. That's quite a lot to go through. Yes. Alright, so Matthew, take it away, sir. So, I, I went with this one specifically because it had so many short stories. It wasn't, like, a really long issue. Like, most of the other books that, you know, came out this week that we had to choose from, uh, they were just all really long. They, My attention span is not that, not that long. <laughs> and so I ended up losing, you know, losing interest in them. But this one, it was several different short stories. And the first one, you know, it was Wonder Woman with her mom and she, her mom's sick. And so Wonder Woman's come to Diana's coming to visit, you know, you know, just help her feel better, yada, yada. And it's just super cute. It's, it's adorable. It's the dynamic between the mother and daughter relationship. Um, the first thing on like the first page, uh, Diana goes, mother, a word please. And her mom goes, adorable. And because mm. because Diana's wearing like her teenage clothing, and it's really funny to see that dynamic. And she's like, "Not that. That's not the word I was thinking of. Why are you out of bed?" And then she actually makes a comment. You know, we were talking about tits earlier. <laughs> yeah, uh, her, mom, the her mom. Her mom makes a word. comment. <laughs> yeah, it's like fine, but you can't mention my bosom again. <laughs> oh, relax. I made that bosom, and Diana's like, "Stop, mom." You know. That adorable relationship all like kids and parents have where like kids don't like to imagine anything about their parents, you know, parents having sex or anything like that. They don't they don't like that kind of idea. So it's really funny to see that dynamic and it's adorable. The artwork itself. I thought I thought for an instance when I first opened up the book uh, that it was going to be like another uh, 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 Infinite Frontier, the Red Hood one. Where it was all black and white. The Future State Gotham book, yeah. Yeah, and I, I was, I thought I was going to be really disappointed in it, but with the accents of gold and the yellow colorations against the background, I actually mm-hmm. find that incredibly enjoyable. Just these splashes, splashes of color that get uh, solidity to the whole dynamic in the book and the artwork. It's, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Not to mention they do this for each individual uh, uh, story that is included in this book. And mm-hmm. so it maintains that uh, – um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's consecutive. It's consistent. All right. All right. So, okay. Um, just to point out, a couple, uh, Matthew, this is part of the Black and series. So mm-hmm. uh, do you remember Batman Black and White? Mm-hmm. Guess what colors were used in there? 
Oh, hmm, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> black and white. Well black done. And white. And, yeah, let's go. And, uh, with Harley, it's black and red, and Superman, it's red and blue. So mm -hmm. you know, the, the accent, it's like it's like an ongoing, it's an ongoing theme, as it were, for these these types of books. So it's good. It's good shout. I like. I agree with you. I think the yellow, the gold, really does kind of um, pack a bit more of a punch than like black and a gradient of black, which is pretty much Batman. <laughs> right Ciao. and like like for instance this uh where the uh, uh the magic circles on the ground uh yeah. Know, yeah on that one on the magic circles on the ground you you can see the coloration and the world effects because of the coloration i mm -hmm. i love it I love it. And yeah. this first story, this first story in particular is the reason I chose this book because it's so adorable. It's just so cute because it's not like a superhero. They're fighting bad guys. It's like Diana taking care of her mother and they get, you know, they cuddle in bed and then uh, her mom wakes up and turns out Diana's sick. And so it proceeds to flop rolls and the mother's taking care of the daughter and trying to it's it's super cute. It's super cute, and it's nice to see the change of pace from oh, yeah. from Wonder Woman, you know, fighting or any superhero just being a fighting comic book. I suppose that's a good show, actually, because I mean we are so used to to um, superheroes being fight first, talk later. This mm -hmm. is definitely a total sort of like change of pace on that. So, are you saying that this first story was your favorite? Mm-hmm. Out of, out of them, yes. I, I believe this first one was my favorite out of this little collection. All right. Okay. Not, well, not saying you... that the others aren't good. Uh-huh. But just just from, you know, me, I, you know, I'm a man. I have testosterone. I'm a man-man. Okay. I go out and split my own wood. But that doesn't mean <laughs> I enjoy the cute things in life. <laughs> what? Look. <laughs> Split, I did split your own wood. Better be like not a metaphor. You might, you must actually please chop wood if that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll do it. We, there's only so much I can take on a, on a Sunday when we're recording. The idea of some bloke going out to split wood as a as a metaphor just pretty much isn't in there. No. All right. <laughs> okay. So this is your favorite one of the of the stories. Mm -hmm. um, Freya, do you want to do you want to pull it apart now, or do you want to wait till we do the next one as well? Um, we can do it story by story. I mean, All right, then. I have okay, plenty then. to say. <laughs> that does not surprise stories. me. Yeah. Right, so, what did you think of this one then? The All right. Thing. So, um, I do agree that it's very cute. However, <laughs> I, okay. However, I okay. hate it. Uh, so, <laughs> so, I'm going to say positives first. Okay. So I also agree. I do like the um, the use of yellow and gold in this um, particular story. Um, it's not overbearing. It's just nice highlighting. Um, and now for the negative stuff. Okay, so, <laughs> so <laughs> that's all the good. So, I had so basically, for all long time long time followers of the show, that is the black and gold version of the colors are nice. Colors are nice. <laughs> so okay. <laughs> Also, I do like, I do like, okay, one other thing. I do like the lettering. So there's something I don't uh, usually yeah. say. I do like the lettering. Okay, now that that's over with. So I think this would have been more cute, cuter, if mm -hmm. Diana was not a full-grown adult. Because I don't know if I'm just a weirdo or something, but having a full-grown Diana acting like a teenager, it's a little bit cringy, in my opinion. Um, like, Mom, <laughs> Mom. <laughs> Why are you saying well, that? Ah, don't tap the child anymore, Bob. She is a teenager compared to the rest of the Amazonians. I, I know, but Clark she's still, still, it'd be like uh, a freaking Mass Effect of Liara because she's still technically a child and, you know, uh, sorry, she acts like a child, but you get to sleep with her. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's fair. Whoa, whoa, See, whoa, whoa, I, whoa, whoa, I get whoa, that whoa. reference because I'm doing a Mass Effect playthrough on my Twitch ah, channel. Me so too. I, well, hey. not playthrough, but I'm I'm almost wait, done wait, with wait, 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 wait. What's this Mass Effect thing? What's this? What, what are you talking about? You're it's old, Johnny. Game. Don't worry about it. It's a video game. <laughs> you're you're too old to understand. You're too old. It's fine. It's a video game. <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, from smiling to. <laughs> 
Oh, Johnny, oh, you don't have to me. <laughs> you know you missed yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Fine. Go on then. Uh, but Fine. anyway, but <laughs> back to the uh, the story. It's just I thought it would be a lot cuter if she was actually, you know, younger. Because then what she was saying and stuff wouldn't be cringy to me. Um, because uh, I just find an adult saying things like this a little bit cringy. Um, if you think it's cute, you know, that's good for you. you good on you. Like what you like. Do your thing. Um, also, the whole password, I'm sorry, the Amazonians all of a sudden getting Wi-Fi is also a little weird for me. <laughs> and yeah, the hurry Wi-Fi is that, like... I will it, admit, that did, that did <laughs> seem a little strange, but... Yeah, it, it, it took me... The ancient took Greeks, me, and their Wi-Fi. Yeah, we got Wi-Fi, and my, my, my... My uh, password is Diana loves a baby girl or something 32 to like that. It, my okay, my parents wouldn't even do that with like their favorite child. Like, no, <laughs> it's like whose parent does that, you know, does their, their Wi Fi after their favorite child? Yeah, I'm gonna name my you know, Kevin 65 or something. No, it, it, right. it's, it's ridiculous. And why would she need a password anyway? It's not like someone could steal her Wi Fi, she's on Themyscira. Who's gonna steal it? She's the queen. This, this <laughs> neighbors. The gods are gonna steal it. The gods are gonna use all the Wi-Fi and man when they download yeah. they download. Yeah, you Apollo. yeah seriously. I have to pay an extra sixty-five bucks because of you. Yeah, yeah, and now I'm also imagining a trash trash person or trash man, uh, you know, Amazonian, because someone has to pick up the trash. You know, because it's not it's a nice mm. little little things. So it's just I didn't like the the mixture of the modern. Also, is Diana dating Clark Kent in this? Because why is he calling her? It's. Uh, I thought that. I was like, what's going on there? And yeah. um, I wondered why Why on that page I'm looking at now, that bottom right corner, why mm -hmm. does uh, Diana's mom look like Princess Leia? Yeah. But, <laughs> but, she does. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Yeah. And um, I. It's, it's just Diana's face in page seven with like the pancakes it's right. mm, i i don't know she's looking like freaking stallone in one of these panels where is it it's the one where her mom's they're cuddling in bed also that's another reason why i said thought was cringy and creepy would you cuddle as a grown adult with your parents in their bed uh, i guess that's fair no yeah um i don't know who does that i certainly as hell don't <laughs> Even if yeah, my parents are sick, I will give them a hug. I'm not getting in bed with them. That's weird. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. it's a page before that she looks like Stallone. Page six, when they're cuddling in bed, and she, her mom also looks like older Leia. Yeah. She, uh, she has Stallone's like profile. I'm sorry, okay. she does. That's it. I'm done ripping this one apart. I'm sorry. All it right, is. Okay. But <laughs> I think. The thing, the thing, I, and this is probably my vibe for the whole for the whole book. To be honest, is mm -hmm. I, I get that Wonder Woman can be lots of different things to lots of different people, but if I'm buying a Wonder Woman book, I want to I want to see Wonder Woman. I don't want to see cute. I don't want to see cuddly. I want to see Wonder Woman. I want to see her do the Wonder Woman things that we kind of know and love her for. Um, so um, that's why. Um, for me, my favorite story was um, the Ryan Suk one. I say Suk, it could be Luke or Suk. Sorry if I pronounce the name. Right in this middle one. There you go. This is the one I'm liking. You know, look how good the art here is. You know, it's, it's, that one's my favorite. Yeah, that, one, I mean, that was my favorite for the artwork. Yeah, I mean, this this is what you would expect from a Wonder Woman book. I mean, she's mm -hmm. doing wondrous things. You know, she looks great. She looks attractive. She's getting some sass on. There's fishnets in the background. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, I will admit. Fishnets. <laughs> yeah. So, it, also, it, it also shows her love for humanity mm. because she still goes and visits uh, Max's uh, grave, even yep. though it's been like 100 years or something since World War II. Nah, not 100 years yet, but it's getting there. It's. She she goes and visits him, so it's yeah, right. Cool. Um, nice. cool. So, Matthew, this was your favorite for the art. Fa the artwork, especially. So, if you go back to the previous one, uh, 
what the previous yeah the sorry. previous the previous one sorry. the one before ageless because that we one? Skipped, yeah we skipped over this one there's a reason we skipped around this one yeah the, yeah i would never shut up about this one <laughs> yeah so it's definitely a lot heavier on the gold and yellow coloration oh, yeah. it's definitely a lot heavier with the backgrounds yeah. and all that a lot heavier with it um uh-huh. They, they they draw oh my gosh this one her legs are so th- she has literal tree trunks of legs that do not match the rest of her body yeah she's literally shaped a, like a pear yeah and so it, that throws me off because it's it seems to be fan service esque but I digress from that I'm not going to go into that tension but the whole artwork in this one was it's just a Mm, it was. It was, a, it was not. It was not my favorite. It just it threw me for a loop because it wasn't exactly what I expected. It's. I mean, it's not bad. Uh-huh. It's not like a ten-year-old drew this book. You think? But maybe You're more like a, a middle schooler. <laughs> maybe. Maybe a, maybe a sixteen-year-old drew this book. I don't know. What what, what age is middle school? You in your fancy terms, right? <laughs> right, but. It's it's not what I was expected. Like I said, it's not bad. You know, Wonder Woman's, you know, face due to Cersei is facing things about her past. And Cersei's like, ha I'll get you. You have to feel all the failure that you feel. And she's like, I feel it every day. You can never bring me down this way. And so it it was it was not bad. I'll just leave it. Uh, right, right, okay. out of, one out of ten, I'd give it a five. All right. Okay. So this, uh, so two and a half out of five. Excellent. All right. So, Freya, I'm apparently a lot nicer than Freya. So, you're, oh, you're, you're I on. am not nice at all. <laughs> Freya, sharpen your pencil, fire away. So, second story, they overused the yellow. It's um, because it's it's no longer just a highlight. It's just in your face constantly. So it, it loses its charm. Um, it it's like with interior designing, you don't use the the garish color through for the entire room it's just a highlight you might have one wall or you might have some you know it but it just feels like it's just ugh, way too much um mm. also the artwork reminds me of the book captain underpants that's the artwork that this <laughs> yes. really reminds me of yes. and that's why i said middle schooler because the only kids that i know that like this type of art style are in like the kids who like captain underpants and those are like Elementary school, middle schoolers, and middle schoolers are the ones who are really—they start emulating what they like. So, right. um, it also reminds me of some old Tumblr art back in the day. Um, I guess when Tumblr was still a kind of a thing, um, and that's not why I don't like it. It's just—I would rate it. Since I'm thinking this is a because this is a professional, it's in a book. They should know how to use colors better. Um, they need, they should know how to do proportions better because like you said, it, her legs are like freaking turkey legs, like that you buy at the fair. It's, they're massive, uh, compared to the rest of her body. And I agree. It could be a fan service thing, but the artwork's not good enough to be fan servicey because right. for the people I know who like fan service, they actually like their characters to be attractive. <laughs> so if she is not wrong. attractive. I mean, some so, people might find her attractive, but some people are also furries, and some people are into animals. So you know, <laughs> there's always something for oh someone. My God. So <laughs> I'm all me, over the place. Sorry. So I would give the art a two, all right. because it's professional. I'm out giving of, it a two. Is that two out of ten or two out of five? Two out of ten, because so I am five. not very nice. And um, all right, okay. Yeah. So sorry. No, that's fine. I I think one of the things that. I, that and I mentioned it before, DC are trying different art styles. The fact that they're mm-hmm. getting uh indie creators onto books like Wonder Woman and Black and Gold is so um you know we we get to see different iterations mm-hmm. of the things that we're used to seeing, you know, and the fan service element for me tends to be it's got you've got a bunch of fans saying, I want change, let's have something different. I'm sick of looking at the same stuff. And then when they get something new to look at, you get the, a bunch of fans saying, "Why change it? I like the way it was," and you and you kind of you know you kind of mm-hmm. damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. Is this art style for me? God no, not at all. 
you know. And I would say that if it was an indie book, not just a Wonder Woman book, this would not be my type of thing. But I understand that it is somebody's type of thing. And if you can get, you know, some the artist some uh, some love by taking on a, a a multimedia character like Wonder Woman, then then go for it. I would just wish to try something a bit cleverer with the story. As much as I didn't like the first story that much for the cuteness, at least it was a different relationship mm-hmm. this is right wonder woman versus cersei again you know it's like okay but with a different it. art style yeah so yeah. you know um and, it's and if you look at because, cersei if you look at cersei her legs are normal well yeah. it, it, it's funny because it, and this is exactly the point i'm trying to make i guess because because matthew you think the use of yellow and the gold on this in the second story is great because it adds more to it freya you don't like it because it's the same i didn't say that about this one Sorry. I said it was definitely used a lot more. All right, okay. Which is a fair observation. All right, okay. Sorry, my bad. Right. <laughs> Not good. Just wanted <laughs> to make, make that point across. I didn't say that. No. I did not say that. That book was good. All right, okay. So before we get into the last couple of the Wonder Woman um the Wonder Woman books to go, we're gonna take one of our adverts. Um, who should we go with? Uh, Freya, you can pick. You've got old timers, crisis, or flip side, or junk think tank. Which one would be your choice? Um, well, let's do old timers. Old timers, here it goes. Yeah. Find out what makes the professor do his happy dance. Check out the all-timers comic book show only on the UCPN. Yeah, I picked that just for the dance and the, the little uh, jig. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the professor and his jig. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, such a he's such a a mover. There you go. There that is. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're still with Wonder Woman, black and mm-hmm. gold. Um, mm-hmm. We're up to Ageless, which, as we've said, um, we, for me, well, for me, this is the best part of the book. Um, it has resonance in the history of, of Wonder Woman. It has the, the the touches of the gold on there. Not as prominent. Very much it's more black than gold. Right. Um, there are elements that, that creep up, as you can see on the panel there. Um, and... For me, it's just Ryan Sook's art reminds me a lot like Adam Hughes. Um, and I liked, I liked the whole, um, that's Wayne's. <gasps> so, um, I like the whole, the whole idea that she's there and she's going back to see people. So, you know, for me, this was, this is touching on the emotional aspect of, of Wonder Woman. It's kind of like what it's a heart and a soul rather than the action of it all. So, when I read these books, it was like 3 a.m. last night. So I could have been like, you know, not fully, fully brain work. Me brain not work so well uh, at 3 a.m. Um, so now that I'm reading through again, my opinions have started to change a bit. Um, good call. Yeah, my opinions have started to change a bit. This one, this one is really good. I will keep with my original opinion on this one. Uh-huh. The just the small splashes of gold and yellow are fantastic in this one. Yeah. This one's artwork is phenomenal. The coloration mm-hmm. is phenomenal. You know, we see the scene with Diana crying, mm-hmm. uh, that wonderful facial expression, great lighting on that. Um, the scene where it has the tomb with the rays of light coming down. That's, that's how that yellow is supposed to with. Even if you look at her eyes, so her eyes are showing that faint reflection of the sunlight, just that small little yellow glimpse and that's, even the even the yellow on a boot on the top mm-hmm. panel. Yep, you know? it's it's beautifully done, mm-hmm. beautifully done. Um, the story. So when I when I first read this and thought of the story, I thought, oh, they're just basically doing what the movie had done, and I just mm-hmm. kind of skimmed through it. And now that I've you know taken a second to actually read through, I can I can agree with you. This one, this one does a really good job on showing the heart of mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, showing that she has a sense of humanity with her. Mm-hmm. So even though she is a superhero, yep. she is based. She, she has that grounded yep. mindset 
to where she goes back and visits the grave of her fallen friends and uh, comrades. Spot on. Spot on. Good shout. Okay, cool. Freya? So, um, like I said, this one was my favorite. I agree. The art is beautiful. Uh Um, I didn't really see anything I can completely nitpick at so um i couldn't make fun of the art so and also i agree this is the proper way to use these colors um and these because it's just supposed to be this uh you know highlight it's not supposed to over panel or overpower the panel and so they did that beautifully I also like the transition from the old school um, golden age type outfit mm-hmm. to the more modern one. Um, I even liked her little conversation with Batman when Batman's being a dick because, you know, he kind of is with the Justice League from time to time. So yeah. I liked it. I like her age, you know, going through time. And she still remembers her friends. I, it's good to see, even though I don't like Wonder Woman, um, it's mm-hmm. nice to see uh what type of a person she is uh, and not just like, Oh, she's a superhero. It's, it actually shows what type of a per- human being she yeah. is um, and that she does remember her friends and that she d- does care about them, even though she will live way well past um, everyone else. Um, she'll yep. still, you know, take them. We're not like well, pets to her, you know, <laughs> like pleading. Oh, it'll, yeah. I'll just have a new one later. You know? Yeah. Um, for me, I will say this now. Full disclosure, after the Ryan Souk part, mm. I flipped through the rest of this and nothing compared. And I was like, that's it, I'm done. So that's kind of where I'm at. Is there any highlights in the last two stories, Matthew? Um, so the next story does kind of the golden age Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, people are trying to rob a bank. Wonder Woman's there to stop them. Um once again, I think there's an overusage of the gold mm-hmm. coloration, but then again, we're talking about a bank, and yeah. there's a lot of gold that that the robber or the uh, bank robbers are trying to steal. So I can understand why they chose to use so much of the color. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's it's not a bad issue. The next one's not a bad issue. It's not as good as the last one. It's mm-hmm. a throwback to the old Golden Age Wonder Woman. And you can see that in the art style. The art style is very much of that ilk. Of that mm-hmm. age, mm-hmm. Freya. What did you think of Golden Age Wonder Woman? Um, I mean, I, I do think it was an overuse of the yellow because they were making even the building completely yellow, um, yeah. like the walls and stuff. So I think that was a little excessive. Um, but they did do it in a bank where there's a lot of. Well, I mean, I don't think. I don't know what you're talking. I don't know what you. I don't know what you two are talking about. My bank doesn't have a lot of gold. Banks don't have any money. At least, like, at least my account. Really at least my gold, account at the bank so... doesn't have a lot of gold in it. <laughs> I mean, if she was, if they were robbing the U.S. Mint, maybe or uh, Fort Knox, yeah. which that would have been more entertaining. To be perfectly honest, if she stops a robbery at Fort Knox, right? Because <laughs> they have that place booby traps too. So, to um, the arm to the teeth. Can we, can, we, yeah. can we stop talking about boobies, please? Thanks. No. <laughs> Booby trap with real boobies. <laughs> oh, now we know man. what saggy, saggy tits is going to try and steal. Actually, She's yeah. stealing from Fort Knox. <laughs> All right, last up oh. is the wager written and drawn by Becky Clunan. Um, Frey will go with you on this one. What did you think of this? Um, so once again, I think there is just too much yellow because even the word lettering is yellow in yeah. this one so this one so. yeah it, it goes yellow then it's not yellow yeah it's, it's like not yellow. um also i didn't know diana was jason and the argonauts so i didn't know she got the magical fleece um so huh. that's a thing so she's totally just i i was like either they're re re i don't know why that i fell for that whole thing i'm like you're not Jason. You're not your brother. Your brother did this mm. shit, not you. <laughs> but um, yeah, I didn't like the story. I just, eh, it's just not for me, I guess. Uh, and cool. I think uh, it was just, it's not even gold. It's just straight on yellow, I think was my main issue too. It, yeah, it's just okay. straight yellow. Yeah, I like her I little think, sparkles at the end though. Yeah. <laughs> I think the reason they went with the uh, white text versus yellow text to emphasize who was talking 
Right, know, okay, that's a shout. So during the flashback, whenever it's the guys uh, talking, it's the white text. But whenever it's Diana giving this inner monologue, it's we can tell it's her because of the yellow coloration. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's why they did that choice. But I, I have to agree, the not the gold choice. If they had went with a more subtle yellow or an even more gold of a color, it would be better. But this this banana coloration is very vibrant and very just in your face. Oh my it's just it's just a little too vivid for this, in my opinion. I think you'll but, find that I think you'll find that the black and banana one is the detective chimp issue that's coming out. Ah, yeah. <laughs> black and banana detective chimp. That'd be yes. 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 Please, I read that. Please. DC, make it a thing. <laughs> and I will gladly voice whatever. If you do a cartoon, I'll voice Detective Chimp. I do an impressive monkey. So there you go. You've got three purchases of a, of a Detective Chimp black and bananas cover. Yeah. <laughs> but I, oh, jeez. But overall, in the last one, I'd, I'd give it a five out of ten because it wasn't like a bad story. She was definitely weaving this tale in order to get this guy who's in for crimes of some sort to talk. Mm. And, uh, you know, Batman's like, huh, that was quite a tale. Is it true? And Diana's like, could be. Could be. I've never told a lie. So that's when you call her on her shit and be like, you're lying. (laughs) Yeah. Lasso. Get the lasso on you. Get the lasso. All right. Okay. So. I suppose here's the question then, and that's a dead quick answer for this one. Freddie, I know you're not the world's biggest Wonder Woman fan in any no. shape, way, or form. Would this book make you want to buy a Wonder Woman comic? No. <laughs> I mean, that's, the phrase, that's the phrase that we know and love. Excellent. No, I mean, now there is a book that was, um, the, you know, the, my favorite story, the. Uh, I just blanked on the title. I don't know what's wrong with me. But no, not not with that starter of a story or the second story. Honestly, I the only reason I got past the second story was because of the show. Um, if I was just mm-hmm. reading the book, that mm-hmm. second story would have killed my entire interest in the book because <laughs> it, it's just like everything else. I give uh, comics two issues to you know catch my attention. I'll give you one to set it up, and then the second one if it sucks, and I'm done. And I do the same thing with TV shows. You know, I'll watch two episodes, and if it's boring up to the second episode, then I'm done. I'm not going to watch it anymore. That's why I've never no. gone through Death Note. I, I can't get past mm-hmm. the first episode. It's just... Yeah. Well, we're addicted to Below Decks in my house, so what, what do I know, right? Who knows? Who knows? All right, last book up, and uh, this was my shout. Um, so it is the start of DC summer event um, and it's already started. It's uh, Infinite Frontier, one of six. You may remember we looked at Infinite Frontier Zero a little while back um, where Darkseid was after the, uh, the the guys, the gods that had set up the, the world. So this story is, let me get the deets, is, where is it? Written by Joshua Williamson, art by Zamanko, sorry if I've said that wrong, Colors by Romulo Fajardo and DC. Do something about this, please, because you need to credit letter to letters. You do not know how much effort I had to put in to find out who the letter of this book was. And it's Tom Napolitano. All right. So mm-hmm. everyone deserves credit, not just the writer and the artist. Get sort mm-hmm. your crap out. Credit the yeah. letterer. Um, that said, um, so this is kind of um, the multiverse is real. Therefore, all the different uh, heroes congregate to try and make sure that uh, the multiverse stays in one place and one piece against all the various elements that are trying to destroy it, namely Dark Side. Um, Alan Scott Green Lantern and Obsidian are on the way to meet Jade. There's an explosion, Jade goes missing. Um, from there, we get. Um, a kind of a run through of where everybody is, minus bats apparently, um, until we get to the end and we see um, 
the go the, the Black Lanterns or the Roy Harper Black Lanterns from the Cross the Multiverse turn up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's big setup issue. So the question is, um, and we'll go with Freya before we go to Matt. Freya, is there enough in this issue to make you care about the multiverse and Infinite Frontier? Well, <laughs> multiverse, not 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 so much. Um, however, the uh, Roy and the Black well, Black Lantern Roy, whatever. I am interested in that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's at the very end, so. Uh, thanks for ruining that surprise, Johnny, for everyone else. But why are you books out? The books I know, out already. Just, Hashtag spoilers. Hashtag spoilers. Hashtag spoilers. But why are you watching us? You know we ruin books all the time. So I all mean, that's your own fault. Especially <laughs> since I'm blind. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh well, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't really seen you in action very much. So you mean you haven't been watching the episodes with me in it? Well, I mean, I'm in school. I'm in school. Oh, you didn't watch all my episodes. Don't even, don't even. You didn't watch all my episodes. <laughs> you right. did. You did. You turned around to me and said, "I'm not, if I'm coming on this show, I'm going to be the opposite of Freya. I'm going to like art. That's what you said. Oh. I'm like, oh. I'm going to like the artwork on this show. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm fine with being the little demon, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I, I like the uh, Black Lanterns. That was one of my favorite runs, um, which okay. I don't care if anyone agrees with me. It, I liked it. I liked seeing zombie versions of the superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, it's kind of weird that it's just him. I kind of hope he like goes to other Earths and uh, picks up some of their dead characters, um, since it is mm. a multiverse thing. So I want him to like go to like where Aquaman's dead and where Superman's dead and you know that would be fun. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, this book overall, I'm happy to see uh, President Superman again. I like mm-hmm. him. I think we should use utilize him more. You know, because... a, qu- <coughs> hmm. a question for you: <coughs> yes. Is is President Superman? Is it supposed to be? I know they call him Calvin. So mm-hmm. is it supposed to be Kal-El or is it supposed to be Valzod? Because in the Earth 2 book, there's a there's a coloured African-American, however you want to say it, Superman, and that's Valzod. So is this supposed to be that multiverse's version of Clark Kent who goes by the name of Calvin? Because he's Calvin Kent. I, 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 I'm not quite sure if it makes the, the distinction clear. I not think this really one... Matters. Well, no, not really. But I think this one's supposed to be more of a not a Clark Kent type of a situation and not Zorro. Um, but that's what I think. But like I said, they don't really use him very much. So they should. I mean, they should <clears throat> because he's his own character. I mean, and I'm all for representation if you're not, you know, changing existing characters because these characters can. I mean, no one's going to be as popular as a like, 90-year-old character that's been around forever. You know, they mm. have to build up a fan base. And I believe that these characters, you know, uh, will do well if they're their own original character and not taking an existing character and just changing their race, honestly. Um, it, I don't know. I, I'd feel upset if they, you know, took a male character and then just made him female just because, you know, whatever, and just right. changed their name. Be like, oh, this is, you know... Uh, female Superman now, we're going to call her uh, Kristen Kent and, you know, or uh, something or something ridiculous. But, you know, Calvin, I think, is different enough. Um, okay. I, I think, like I said, I like diversity when it's done properly and not mm-hmm. just changing existing characters. Because I, I, I would be insulted if they're like, well, Hal Jordan is now female. They're like, and her name's Haley. I'm like, mm-hmm. just you know, because female characters do well by themselves. Um, Black Panther did well. He's his own original character. Yeah, I mean, I Blade, agree. Blade's great. I freaking love Blade and Spawn. Yeah. Give me a freaking Spawn movie, people! You freaking cowards. I, I agree Spawn movie. <laughs> so. I agree wholeheartedly. You can see this in the fact that nobody I know is talking about the next Batman in any shape, way, or form. Mm-hmm. 
nobody's talking oh. about it in the in the comic book shops. There's a there's a couple near me. I asked them how's that how's that series going for you? Two issues. That's all the stuff. Mm -hmm. Two issues. Mm -hmm. And yet and I, they've got reams of Batman on the books on the shelves, you know, mm -hmm. and to go through it. I'd never see bat books um in the in the junk pile, in the for sale pile, you know. But I bet you've bottom dollar some of those future states, especially the next Batman ones. Um, well, yeah, I've digressed a little bit. Yeah, well, with that one, what they should have done is they should have made the new Batman Duke because people know Duke. They just abandoned him. Yeah. Again. Yeah, that's a shout. And that's my main issue. I'm like, you create these characters and then you ban them because they're not as popular as the 90 year old characters. I'm like, well, of course, they're mm -hmm. not going to be that as popular. They're new. Mm -hmm. they, they need to build up a fan base. And the way to do that is to do good stories with them, with good character arcs. You know, but you keep dropping them off in like the oh, let's put them on the shelf. They'll never get the fan base. I mean, exactly. I mean, Jessica, Jessica Cruz. What? Yeah, Jessica. How Cruz. much did we? How, how much did we love Jessica Cruz when she came out? I loved her. Um, she was great immensely. So uh, it's, you have to work with these characters. And it's the same with Harley yep. Quinn. She was yep. new from the nineties from the animated series and freaking i hate her now because she's everywhere because everyone loves her <laughs> but you know um but yeah she's super popular now and that's because they stuck with her she had her they had yeah. her everywhere and that's what they, you should do they didn't make joker female they just made a new character yeah that's so. a show anyway that's Good. my little rant i'm sorry that's uh, no, fine yeah, it's fine yeah. um matthew infinite frontier what do you think was it a, was it a a solid start for you? Uh, I did like it. I did like it. There were a few characters that I did not uh, recognize. Okay. Uh, so the to... last time I picked up anything that was like a, see, that was a, a like multiverse-esque uh, style, you know, they, the uh -huh. storyline um, was the metal. And I didn't even finish the series, the metal. I think I got halfway through it. And then I had to wait for the next issue and I just kind of forgot. To continue reading. I tell you what, that's that's worse than me not buying it at all. <laughs> I, I I did kind of well, you know, I had some things going on in my life. I was reading through it. Uh, when I say reading through it, I was listening to the comic storian, and okay. his his next episode hadn't been released, and so I just kind of got distracted with other things, yeah. and then forgot to go back and continue catching up or whatever. And so, so, to, so and so when when they when they threw when they threw Batman into this pod, I was like different Batman. Maybe it's Thomas Wayne and it turned out to be Thomas Wayne. Uh, but I don't know why he's there. I don't know why he got sent. I don't know the setup to the story or anything. So picking up, not knowing anything is pretty good, but I didn't recognize that green lantern. Uh, that's, that's the original green lantern. That's Alan Scott. Uh -huh. okay. He's been, he's been around since the, since the late thirties, early forties. Okay. He's um, recently, I say recently, probably in the last five years, ten years or so, he's come out as gay, and he's been um, him and his son Obsidian, who's also gay, have been featured in a couple of uh, one-off issues um, right. recently. During the Pride, the DC Pride special, mm -hmm. I did um, recognize Obsidian from that. Yeah, um, that we looked at. So you know, they're using that Pride story to bring the focus back on this character, so they right. can as a main part uh, focus for this right there you go and cool so there are a lot of characters i did recognize i just his his style his mm -hmm. specifically his costume style with the it's newer bonkers. with the new it didn't it didn't fit right and so it threw me off uh -huh. I was like who is this guy he's a green lantern maybe he's a new green lantern i don't know but uh then you know uh, we see the reference to the metal uh, yeah. in that top panel there with uh, yep. the Batman who laughs against whoever the other person is. I didn't recognize that. Uh, I didn't get that far in the series. So I don't know. Uh, artwork. I like the artwork. Uh, yep. And kind of like what uh, uh, Freya said, I'm interested to pick it up simply because of the Black Lanterns at the end, which I haven't seen since The Darkest Night. Mm -hmm. And I love The Darkest Night. That was a great series. Mm-hmm great books. Uh, and so I'm interested to see where it picks up, why they're bringing different Roy Harper, black lanterns together to fight whatever. I don't know. Yeah. In, the, 
and the Flash has apparently reached a world that is like, uh, uh, what did he say it was like the Prime World or something? I don't remember. Omega World. Omega World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the clue, I mean, the clues in the title. You know who's going to live on the Omega World, don't you? Well, I saw a Psycho Pirate. I saw yeah. a Psycho Pirate. I don't know who. Well, Omega World. Yeah, yeah. So who I mean, has who, who has an Omega Blast? It's Darkseid. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Isn't he on the cover too? He is on the cover. Mm-hmm. He is on the cover. Yeah, they 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 really need to learn how to keep the reveals secret. You know, like <laughs> well, oh surprise, Dark Side's back. But we already told you. Hey. But, to be to be fair, he was he was the uh, he was the uh, the the uh, end of the Infinite Frontier Zero, so you know he had a place to play. Right, somewhere along the line, it's not like a, it's not like a massive secret. The Black Lantern's Roy Harper, that was a secret. That was mm-hmm. um, so I'm, in, I'm interested to see where this goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this. I, I'm, I'm quite intrigued. I, I like the fact that apart from Thomas Wayne, there's no bat involved, and I think the story feels better for it. Um, oh, don't so worry, we, we'll have like sixty Batman show up <laughs> at the very end. Yeah, oh, they'll just all pop up. God, I hope not. Because, um, you know, what's the point of having all these other characters? Um, so I kind of like that. I like I like seeing the, the legacy, like the original characters like Alan Scott in there. Um, you've got then the secondary characters like Obsidian, Jade's mentioned a lot of the time. I'm just hoping at the end of all this, we get Power Girl back. Hey, that'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. With the boob window, please. I was about to say, we were talking about With tits a lot. the boob window. <laughs> we're talking a lot about... <laughs> I didn't bring her up. Johnny did. So. <laughs> yeah, she's not. She's not. Uh, <laughs> you do realize why her why her bust is so large, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, I thought I thought that story for those who are watching who don't know, she didn't have that big of a bust to begin with, and then the artist kept making them bigger and bigger and bigger just to see how big he can make them for the uh, editor to notice. And I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, That's so funny. yeah, it, the the context is that Power Girl came out as in the seventies, so part of a woman's lib uh, movement that was kicking around back then. Um, and I think it's Wally Wally Wood was the artist at the time, and he kind of didn't like working on Power Girl, so he kind of was the guy that decided, he'd, you know, I'm sick of writing all this pro-feminist stuff i'm gonna show them by making her boobs really big and as they went bigger and bigger and bigger and they kind of stayed that way so there you go isn't it kind of funny (laughs) isn't it kind of funny that she was a feminist icon and now she's (laughs) problematic yeah i mean i mean she wants to show that the boobs, you know, boob window. I honestly, if I was a superhero, I would wear like the most scantily skin tight stuff too, because you know we don't want that crap getting caught on things. You know, yeah, you get sucked is. into a jet, like the Incredible, to get your cape sucked into a jet engine Ooh, and stuff. Yeah, you don't want no kids. Yeah, no kids. No. Uh, so. All right. Okay. So already this show, <laughs> we have created a supervillain. <laughs> we've created, we've created a new DC book. <laughs> yes, Detective Jim, Black and Bananas, <laughs> and we started a petition of bring back Power Girl and the Boom Window. Yes, so there yeah. you go. What, for a crusade, yeah. that's pretty definitive. This is pretty definitive for this crusade. Um, yes. All right, excellent. Okay, so that's it. Three books are all in the bag. Your choice. Go pick them up. They're out in the stores now. Um, Freya, how long are hmm. you? Will you be joining us for? Will you be around um, in a couple of weeks? Yeah, I should be. Um, I'm actually, yeah, so I got through the hard stuff, so I might actually be able to come back if you guys want me to. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So. Hey, next time we may have the Fantastic Four. Oh. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah not, not, be- not the story. <laughs> yeah, 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 us yeah. four. Us four. Yeah. Don't, be giving us any, don't be giving us any migraines for Christ's sake. All right. Oh my gosh. No. I mean, <laughs> panic. she was like, no, no, no. No. Yeah. no. no. I mean, no I didn't know. No, we're not Marvel. So, <laughs> yeah. right. I mean, so, I do have a cat shield in my room, but, you know, okay. we're not cool. talking about them. All right. So, don't forget to check out the UCPN for all your favorite shows, including Matthew. 
The Jank Think Tank, where we talk about matches, gathering, favorite cards, combos, and deck techs. Come check us out. Okay, don't forget to check out Outside the Panels. This next episode features an interview with uh, Tony Fleeks, who's the writer of Images Stray Dogs miniseries. That if you haven't brought it and read it yet, you have no soul. You're right. I am part ginger, so. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, the old-timers comic book show to see the professor do his little jig. There you go. Cool. All right. So, as always, this is uh, Joining Machine News saying adios. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.